and welcome to the MKG Podcast, the podcast that helps marketers grow their businesses using the four M's, the right means, messaging, media, and measurement. I'm your host, Carrie Gard, and to help me introduce today's guest, I have our digital marketing strategist, Christina Kay. Christina, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Carrie. So Christina, as our social guru here at MKG, you run all of our social channels, and I thought this would be the perfect person for you to help me open with, but in running our social channels for our own brands, what channels do we run on? Yeah. Um, right now we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And why, why those channels? Um, I would say it's a perfect way to build that brand trust with people, but utilizing um, Instagram and Facebook, you can really show that team culture aspect of MKG, not just um, on LinkedIn, how you could, it's more like business and like our skill set, but with other channels, you can see like the true heart of MKG. And I like to put that throughout each channel, just so you can tie that string throughout um, everything. So each channel can talk to each other. And we've done, we do a fair amount of, of sharing our culture. Uh, we just had just our new employee, Priscilla Victorin, Priscilla, shout out. Uh, she just traveled to uh, NOLA for some in-person camaraderie this past week, and we shared some super fun pictures of her. And, and why do you think it's important to include the team in that culture building and in that visibility of, of who we are? Um, I think it's super important because, one, it shows, since we are a remote company and a lot of our um, our clients don't, they don't know what we look like. Um, sometimes it's really cool to like see that person, but also it's really cool for our teammates to see each other and see the cool things we're doing with MKG, as well as um, even maybe building your own personal brand. You can share MKG's posts through your own post to kind of build out that brand strategy a little more and get your voice heard, but also be proud of who you're working with and who you're working for. And as a people-first company, we really do value our people. And I think we also talk about how we only hire experts within the digital marketing space, specifically around SEO, PPC, and analytics. And I think being able to get their voices heard, this has just been a great way of, of doing that. So thank you for all your hard work on our social channels. It's been so fun really being able to see the team and what everybody is up to. And our guest today, Carmen Collins, is the Senior Social Media and Talent Brand Manager at Cisco. She leads the global award-winning social media team for the Cisco Talent Brand, and their mission is to build personal connections with future talent by amplifying authentic content from current employees. Uh, that probably sounds really weird and foreign, and I promise you, after listening to today's episode, where she breaks down exactly how she does that, all of this will make sense. So why don't we take a listen and see how she is bringing her existing employees and team into basically getting new talent out there in the world. Carmen, thank you so much for joining me. I am so glad to be here, Carrie. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you and welcome back from your many adventures abroad. Thank you. It was a fun trip to Europe, but now it's back to the real world, back to back real life. To, back to reality. Here we are. Is this really reality? I mean, this is so much fun. It's hard to say like that this is work. Yeah, this is, this is a good break from reality today. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you work you work at Cisco, but you have a really fun job. Uh, I think it's fun. I would. Find I it. I do. I have. I've said it before, and people will argue with me, and I guess everybody can claim it, but I really do have the best job with the best and, people and the best team and the best employees, and it's it's pretty cool. And so, why don't you? Uh, I know what you do, but why don't you tell our listeners what you do? I am the senior social media and talent brand manager for Cisco's talent brand team. And I have to clarify, it's Cisco, the IT company, not Cisco, the food company, not Cisco, the rapper, Cisco, the IT company. Two totally different things. Well, <laughs> three totally they're different things. Different. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they're very, very different. Um, and essentially, what does that mean? A lot of people are like talent brand, what is that? Or employer brand is another term for it. And this is a relatively new focus for marketers. I don't know that it's a real idea, but it's a new focus. And five years ago, Cisco really doubled down on this idea of talent brand or employer brand. What that means is you're using marketing tools at your disposal to go out into the world and talk about what it's like to work at your company. So we're not selling a product. We're not selling a thing. Um, we're not selling a service. We are selling our culture externally to the world because when our recruiters approach candidates, uh, very competitive fields like mm -hmm. software engineers and data scientists and artificial intelligence folks, we want them to go, oh, Cisco, yeah, I know what they do. They're doing cool stuff. Their culture is awesome. Of course I want to work there. Why wouldn't you want to work here? It's the best place, uh, you know, and don't take my word for it. Uh, take right. the word of our employees. And there is my team uses employees to tell candidates how awesome it is to work here. So that's my job. And, and there is this really big shift coming, not coming, I mean, it's here. It's this shift where culture matters. It really does, especially for the younger generations. Now I'm not saying that a Gen Xer like me would not care about culture, but you know, when we went to college, the, the whole push was get a job, just get a job. When you graduate, you have to have a job, yep. job. You know, and it was, <laughs> I went through 15 jobs trying to figure out, oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate this. What am I doing? It's got to be me, right? It's got to be me. And it took me that long until coming at Cisco or coming to Cisco to realize that I now, if I ever leave Cisco, which I hope I don't, I mean, Cisco has so many opportunities for me to grow and, and I'm so tied to the culture here that if I ever did leave, I would, that would be my first question. What's it like to work there? How many employees can I talk to to find out what it's like to work there? Um, you know, I, I don't think I could give it up now that I know about it. And so what is it like to work at Cisco? What's so, what's so great about the culture? What makes it stand out from all the other companies you worked at? The first thing is the people. Um, you know, I would say that we don't go to fun every day. We do work and there's always that, you know, thing about work that makes everybody play the lottery, right? I mean, that's why we buy lottery tickets, but I couldn't be in it with a better group of people. Not only my direct team, every team. I think if you asked any employee, their, their first answer would probably be the people. Mm -hmm. And our HR department, full disclosure, my team reports up through HR um, has even decided that we don't want to be called HR anymore, that it doesn't fit the new world model and the new working model. We are being now called people in communities. And I love that term because that's what we're about on my team is the people and the community we build. And we have as a company, what I call our tribal call 
our woohoo <laughs> and it's our hashtag, which is we are Cisco. And people ask me all the time, how did you get employees to use we are Cisco? which is what we ask them to use so that we can monitor their conversations and, and bring in the content and what they're saying to amplify on our channels. And I say, the beauty of what Cisco does is that we engender this. This is our culture. I don't need to ask an employee to do this. They're doing it. Now, in some cases, I might need to let an employee know that this is an opportunity for them, sure. you know, cause not everybody is as Instagrammy as me, right? Like I'm, on Instagram every hour, but most people are like, yeah, Carmen, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> and they're right. You should get off your phones. But, um, we, that's the, that's what summarizes our culture. We don't need to tell people to do it. We are not forcing them. We are not marketing anything in that way. It's authentic. It's real. They're doing it. We're just giving them a way to do it and a voice. And also I have to point this out because the second way every employee would answer that question is that Cisco really lets us be ourselves in so many ways. Like if you're passionate about a thing that's not part of your day job, go do it. I have a girl on my team now who did a stretch assignment for our team for two years because she just loved what we did and, and loved working for our team. And we had a job open up and she, I told her we were probably harder on her than anyone because, you know, she didn't come from that background, but she knew our team and knew what we did. So it was an easy fit for her. Um, so you can show your passions that way. But if you're passionate about a cause, Cisco is awesome about giving us time off to give back and volunteer and they match donations. And so they're really a giving company. That was a really long answer. I told you you were going to have to make me be quiet. <laughs> no, not at all. I love it because there's there's so much to it and, and we can really pull it apart and we could talk about culture all day. And there's definitely this shift in the universe where culture is becoming a lot more important. And while this podcast doesn't necessarily focus on culture, uh, when we're talking about the right means and the right resources in the right place with the right people in the right seat, it... it it still plays a major role in marketing for sure. And so I just want to like sit here for a second and emphasize the importance of this because we're trying to do something similar where I'm actually going to steal your HR. I'm no longer going to call HR HR at my company either because <laughs> we're, well, our, our number one value is people first. And it really comes back to taking care of people and recognizing that people are people before their employees and that they have lives outside of the work that they do and that they have other passions. And so I love that your company is like, if you need to go and contribute to this greater good, then please go do that. I mean, we do something similar um, in terms of our flexibility. We have employees who have done mentorships, um, who uh, the, one of their passions is traveling. So we're going to have a gal. She's going to go work from Europe for six weeks, which I'm so excited about. Oh, that's nice. Can I go with her? <laughs> I know, right? Um, a little jealous, not going to lie, but I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited for her and I can't wait to hear about our adventures and, and taking that, I think it's so cool. Like that, you know, she could hashtag, you know, this is MKG or whatever the case may be. Then what you basically do is take that hashtag and just do you retweet it? Do you reshare it? Like how, how do you take all of that energy out in the universe of people talking about Cisco and the culture and what it is that you're doing and then amplify it. 
Yes, well, we have a very complicated process, also known as being good social media people. <laughs> um, we start by listening because, you know, when I started in this field, we called social media community. It wasn't called social media. And I almost wish we had kept that community, community word and the moniker because people forget and brands forget. And we all do this. We're busy. We get lazy. We try to, you know, automate as much as we can and templatize as much as we can. But we forget that social media is not a one-way conversation. It's not a billboard. It's not you saying what you want to say and the world's like, all right. Um, it's a conversation. It's, you know, you say what you want to say and you have detractors and, and people who love what you do and there's a conversation. And so we listen on that hashtag on we are Cisco and we participate in the conversation. We end open and we, we do it for all the world to see. We reply. We're like, great photo, great story. Um, just, you know, a like or a heart, depending on what channel we're on. And if it's a, more than I just love Cisco, which is a, a great story. And we're glad they're saying that, but if there's something more we're, we reach out and we're like, can you send us that photo? We'd love to have the original so we can amplify it, you know, tell us more about this so we can get a blog post out of them. And so we reply and they always enthusiastically uh, follow up with an email, which we have go to a mailer. So we don't drive ourselves crazy in our out <laughs> in our inbox. Mm -hmm. And, um, then we work with them and we tell the story and we try to think of what is their story? Who are we trying to reach? Like we're always using goals and metrics and business outcomes. And we work with those employees to, to tell their story where we think it's appropriate. Maybe it's an Instagram story. Maybe it's an IGTV uh, video. Maybe it's a LinkedIn live because we're a part of that beta. And you know, maybe it's a blog post. Maybe it's just a tweet with a picture and all of those are, are, valid and fine options. And then we amplify it out. The employees get excited. They're like, we are Cisco featured me today, which I guess when you're behind the scenes, you're like, Oh, is that, I didn't know that was that big of a deal, but we're really excited that you're excited. And that incentivizes them to share more. And for the marketers listening to this call, and I know, you know, this Carrie, cause we've talked about it. It's not just about culture. Stop thinking that employee advocacy is just about working in a place. When you have happy employees and they legitimately feel like they are a part of your business outcomes and making a difference with your company, they will talk about your culture. They will talk about your products. They will talk about your executives. They will talk about your bosses. They will talk about the cool work they're doing. And what does that do? Build your brand for free. <laughs> for free. Yeah. And there is a survey that comes out, or a survey, it's a study that comes out every year called the Edelman Trust Barometer. Um, the latest trust barometer basically says nobody trusts anybody, uh, in today's world, but who people do trust are the people in their network, the people like me, the people like them, and they trust them by 16 points more than the CEO of a company. Wow. And if Cisco CEO is listening, Chuck Robbins, I am not saying that we should not believe Chuck Robbins. I'm saying that everyone expects him to say that our products are the best, that our people are the best, that our culture is the best. Right. He's got a little And that's his job. There. Yeah. He's going on CNBC and uh, he's on Jim Cramer's show and that's what people, yeah, of course he's going to say that. Right. But when employees say it, that's not their job. Right. And so there's that trust factor and it's free. <laughs> I mean, it might yeah. cost you some resources like our team, but it's We got to cultivate it too. 
I mean, it yeah, takes, and it's, it takes a lot of energy. I mean, we're learning that too. Like we misstep, things happen. Like we're, you know, we're small business that's, you know, building and, and we're trying to, you know, create this culture where people want to work here. And, and sometimes we misstep and we take full acknowledgement of it. We accept it and we put in, you know, new parameters on how we're going to, you know, try and ensure that those missteps don't happen in the future. But, you know, it, you gotta, you gotta try and you gotta, you gotta take ownership of the culture you're trying to build and, and, you know, whatever that, that mission or vision or values, all those things that you put in place, you got to stick by them. And if you fall off the wagon, essentially, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Acknowledge it, get back on and say, okay, we missed up, but this is the culture we're trying to bring. And you're right. This goes outside of that culture of what it is that we're trying, who we're trying to be. And, and let's, you know, all come together and fix it essentially. And, and I agree. It, it comes back to, you know, listening to your employees. We know we made a mistake because we hear you loud and clear that this was not how this was supposed to go. So let's do better and let's do better together. And I think that's just, yeah. I mean, when you essentially treat your company like a democracy, essentially, right? <laughs> you, you bring people together and you want to work towards a common goal. And when you're right, when people feel like they're part of that and they take ownership of it, that it's not just, you know, Mike and Carrie's company, but it's MKG's company and the employees who work here, it's our company. Then that just, it, it just speaks volumes when they're out in the world and who they're talking to. And, and it, I, I find this so shocking. I had, we're, we're doing some interviews right now. Um, and I was talking to one gal that we're interviewing and she's like, I've heard such amazing things about your company and what you're doing. I'm like, you have? <laughs> Yay. You're doing something right. I know. I know. But I'm like you, right? Like when, you know, when people are, are, you know, being so excited about being retweeted by, you know, we are Cisco. It's like, Oh, right. We're, we're like doing something right. It is that validation of when you're living in it, you don't realize. And then when you're hearing it back, it's like, Oh wow, this is something. This is yeah. something. And chances are they've heard it from one of your employees. Yes. Which exactly. is part of our credo, credo, credo. Is that the right word? Uh, you know, like I said, my brain is learning to adult again. It's, it's our motto. Um, the easiest way to find out what it's like to work someplace is to ask an employee. Mm -hmm. But my team's job is if you, you know, there are 70,000 of us. So if you can't find an employee, you're not trying hard enough. But <laughs> um, if you can't find an employee, we're giving them to you. We're getting yeah. you as close as possible to the employee sentiment that we can without putting you face to face in front of an employee. And you said something I want to point out too, that, you know, you said you're a small company. I just want, I want people to know that, yes, I work for a fortune 500 brand, but this works and you can make it work for any size business, especially if you're a small business, like you need every piece of word of mouth you can get. Absolutely. And, you know, you said that, and, and I wanted to call that out that a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, you can do that. Cause you're Cisco. And you have tons of resources. Well, we sit in the HR org. We don't sit in marketing. So we certainly don't have marketing's resources. Right. You know, we have bootstrapped this talent brand from the beginning and we proved it. And now we are getting some budget and some backing, but we did it with two people when we started and zero money. Yeah. I mean, so what we're doing is we have a gal who, you know, Christina Kay, who put us in touch yeah, and uh, Christina showed us her Instagram one day. We were, we were at our uh, in-person summit uh, back in September and she was like, 
taking pictures up a storm and sharing everything out about what we were doing. And she showed us her Instagram. And I was like, how on earth did you do that? And she's like, it's consistency. I've just been very, very consistent and very engaged. And I was like, okay, so how do you do that for MKG? And so yeah. she has basically taken over um, all of our social. And we look to her like, you're clearly the expert. Like you have, <laughs> you have the numbers to show it, girl. So, you know, you tell us what you need. I'll create whatever you want from marketing material standpoint. And you just go. And she has literally like as a one woman show, blown up our social media in such an amazing way. And so I, I agree that, if, you know, if you just have somebody on your team who's just passionate about this thing, it, it doesn't, it's not, nece- it's not necessarily her job. She came in as an SEO strategist, so she didn't even come in as any sort of social media person whatsoever. But, you know, as being part of our company and being very passionate about what it is that we do, she was like, yeah, I love to do this thing. And so I, t- I totally agree. It doesn't take a lot, especially if you're a small company, you don't need a whole division dedicated to social media. It's just about exactly what Christina said. It's about that consistency. It's about sharing out what's going on. It's about loading up buffer and just letting it fly. And and then as you grow, yeah, you're going to need more resources behind it. And you, you know, start off small. And you said social media wasn't her background, but actually that's the beauty of social media is it's so many components. So she had that SEO background, same mm-hmm. skills. A yep. lot of times companies give this to the youngest person, right? They're like, Oh, you're young. You're on Insta. Go do it. And she's familiar with the strategy and, and you know, the how in the background. And sometimes people go down that rabbit hole of, I'm just going to give it to this person to your point. They need to be passionate about it. They need to understand it. That's another tidbit. Like if you're just getting hire somebody that knows what they're doing, like don't just, don't just treat it as another channel, right? I'm just going to give it to this marketing person over here because they may not be passionate about it. If it's storytelling and, and like you said, she's really good at that. Oh yeah. I mean, she stepped up and she took ownership of it. So we not, we not, we didn't just say, Hey, can you do this thing? She was like clearly. Yeah, no, she's got the the skill set and that's what, yeah. yeah, Yeah. You do need somebody. It's a skill. Yeah, it, it makes Social you, media hire, is a skill. you hire good people. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you hire good people. Uh, she she can send awesome. me her check later for um, <laughs> giving her PR. Um, so, so going back to how you do this thing, um, this really powerful thing that you guys do, yes, consistency is part of it, but I'm interested in knowing some of the logistical elements because all of our clients, obviously, including ourselves, have these social media handles, which is just our company, right? MPG yeah. marketing. Uh, and then some, our clients are, you know, their client names essentially, but it sounds like you've created a whole separate channel for we specifically did. this. Yes. Now I will say that that works for our size company. Right. Um, I don't, you know, I think if we could go back to the very beginning and build it all again, I think that there is an argument to be made for using those company handles. Mm -hmm. One, candidates don't always know that there are two handles. And we have a very good relationship with the team that runs the corporate marketing handles. And so we, we cross promote, we work well together. But um, if you're just starting out, there's something to be said for featuring employee content on your main brand channel 
that may not exactly be your brand voice. I know we all get very hung up on brand voice and it's gotta look perfect and be perfect, but that's not what employee sentiment is. It's raw, it's unfiltered, it's not your stock photography. It's, you know, but that, I, the channels we work with on that, they're like, wow, that was the best post we did this month. And like, see? Cause it's their you know, story. It's exactly. Story. They're the hero in this, not the company. And it doesn't even have to be talking about culture. Again, if you're, if you're using your employees to talk about your product or your service, the culture comes through. So that's an added benefit in the background. Um, but it just gives your brand some humanity. And I think that's the way marketing and branding is going in general. I mean, if you go to any conference or hear anybody speak, that knows anything about the topic, they're saying it's authentic. We, we throw that a word around as marketers a lot. Authentic, it's authentic. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Like I argue this all the time and people are like, we're gonna put an employee quote on a graphic and then we're gonna tweet. I'm like, okay, A, that's not accessible. Graphic, by the way, this is my PSA for the, uh, for the day. Graphics on social media are not accessible. Stop doing it because there are millions of people around the world who can't inter interact with your content because you put text on a graphic. Uh, so stop, but <laughs> that's my PSA for the day. But so wait, the, wait, real quick, real quick, okay, Carmen. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah. In, so you're saying put the copy, I'm being really literate, put no. the copy in the, in, you in know, the have copy a, field. Yeah, I mean, yes. have a picture. Pictures are cool. Exactly, yes. They get it, but make sure that the copy is not in the picture, that it's in the copy field so that Correct. people, yeah, okay. Correct, yes, because if you're blind, screen readers, which is the tool they use to interact with content on the internet, cannot read copy on an image. They can read alt text, but then if you put alt text in your copy, then you have people who have a spectrum of, of, of accessibility. So if you think about a wheelchair ramp, it's built for someone in a wheelchair, but who else gets advantage of that? Mothers with strollers, mm -hmm. people who have crutches, people who are lazy, right? There's a spectrum of accessibility and someone with a, a attention deficit disorder also can't comprehend this little teeny text because remember you're on mobile now and text on graphics is teeny, teeny, tiny. And so it, it's just a, an accessibility practice. So, but that's my, uh, that's what Cisco allows me to be passionate about. So. No, that's a, that's an important that instinction. So I just wanted to <laughs> just make sure we were but, clear on that. But yeah. yeah, so as you are. I was gonna say, if you put an employee quote on a marketing graphic, it's not an employee quote, it's a marketing graphic, right? right? Put the employee quote in the text, put a picture of that employee so you know this is a real person, because remember, in this world, according to Edelman, nobody trusts anybody, mm -hmm. so here's a real employee, and this is what they said, and that's authentic. So, uh, so that's like if you're talking to somebody and they say something magical and you want to, you want to essentially share that out to the world because you had this conversation and you got it and you got a quote, but if somebody's saying something on social media with hopefully with the hashtag, then you would yeah. just, you would, you wouldn't copy and paste that. You would just essentially retweet that or reshare. Well, it you or, could just retweet it or reshare it if you're on Instagram, or you could use that opportunity, which is what our team does, to build that relationship to, with that now ambassador. I mean, right. we spend big bucks on influencers in the, mar you know, the marketing world. Here's an influencer for free. Develop that relationship with them. Ask them more about their story. Have them send it to you. That way you can create a relationship off of social and they can give you their content. You can authentically post it and tag them 
So now you're amplifying it even further on your channels mm -hmm. and you have an ambassador for life. So the next time you need a piece of content, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to talk about St. Patrick's Day. And I don't have a picture of St. Patrick's Day. You can reach back out to your ambassadors and say, hey, well, we need a, we need a picture for this. Does anybody have anything or want to take something? And you develop this pool of ambassadors that are just crazy loyal and crazy dedicated to helping you uh, get the word out. And to your point on that, so you've mentioned, you know, 70,000 employees, but not every employee is an ambassador essentially right i mean correct we have a lot of them we have you know not just my team but other teams in the company have spent a lot of energy developing these relationships and it's been over time i mean i don't want anybody to think you can start this and then three months you've got 100 ambassadors i mean it's taken us five years to get where we are but i have never worked at a company where i had the problem of too much content and, you know, someone will come and will think, this is a great blog post. And my blog editor will be, well, I am filling May. And I'm like, but it's <laughs> January. And she's like, yeah, May is full. And, you know, we can be flexible and move things around. But that's just an example of how much content we have. Um, and it's just really, it's a, it's a really cool dynamic between us and our employee ambassadors. That is really cool. And I... Uh... I think everybody listening, I think one of that is one of the struggles as marketers, right? Is what, especially as an SEO agency, we're constantly telling our clients, you need more content, you need more content, more content, yes. more content. And they're like, we don't have the resources to get this content. But what you're saying, Garvin, is yes, they you do. do. Yes, yes, you do. Right in your backyard, right? In exactly. the cubicle next door. Like you got, you do have content and it's, and I think it's, correct me if I'm wrong, Carmen, but in terms of ambassadors, it's people who are already out there sharing, right? Not everybody. Yeah, I you don't have to prompt, you know, again, they're employees to your point. 70,000 employees at Cisco, um, and we don't, not all of them are on social. But here's what's great about it, is that our ambassadors that are on social know those employees because right. they're in their network. And they're like, if you think my story was cool, you should go talk to xyz person they have a cool story and then we reach out and then again we're building it offline as well so but these ambassadors started on their own like yeah they love cisco they love what we do they love working here and they were doing this anyway all we did i'm sorry to throw a beer reference in there because i did just come from europe <laughs> um but we just tapped the keg yeah we just tapped it and now the content is flowing and we have this relationship with employees and and it, you get so much extra out of it that you don't expect. And um, this really works really in cool. a multitude of ways. That it's, it's actually just jogged my memory many, many years ago, pre-MKG, uh, when I was living in New York and working at another agency, we did a campaign um, where the creative team was like, we're going to take your marketing dollars, which I was a little upset about at the moment, not going to lie. <laughs> They're like, we're going to take your marketing dollars and we're going to do a give back campaign and we're going to do a completely, we're going to do a completely grassroots. So we have to spend as little money as possible because our whole messages, messaging is around the fact that we're doing very little in ad spend because we want that ad spend to go towards this greater good, which was breast cancer. And I was like, this is awesome. And so I basically was like, okay, we're going to flip the funnel. And yes. instead of broadcasting to everybody in the whole wide world, we're going to take your network of people and who you are, and we're going to just ping your network. 
in Facebook. Mm-hmm. And this was when Facebook was like, Facebook advertising was really sort of brand new. And this like sort of taboo thing of, we don't know if we're going to do this. And I don't know how this works. And I was like, no, yeah. no, this is the place to do it. They're like, okay, well, if we're going to do it, we're literally going to build a Facebook page dedicated to this. Everything's going to live in Facebook. We're going to flip the funnel and we're just going to start really small with our network just marketing to our network and it blew up. We donated over a million dollars for that campaign. Awesome. So I, even just for that, right. If you give people a cause. Yeah. Or just something to believe in or make them think that, yeah, that you believe in them. And and you mentioned the funnel and flipping it. We actually have a funnel. We're talking about the marketing funnel here for those Mm -hmm. of you who are confused about what we're talking about. Um, we have a funnel with which is awareness at the top, consideration in the middle, action at the bo- at the bottom, but it stands on a platform that is advocacy. So we even didn't flip the funnel; we built the funnel on top of advocacy, nice. and that's how we present back to the business uh, with the metrics from our campaigns. We're like, here were your goals, here's what we did, and we blew your goals out of the water, and here's how we did it. Um, so yeah, you mentioned the funnel and yeah, no, that's a good point. That's really cool about our funnel is that advocacy is advocacy is the the foundation. It's the base. Yep. Yep. And, and to do it with, with your employees is just so special. I think, um, Carmen, thank you so much for joining me. I could talk about this all day, um, about culture, about, uh, advocacy, about, uh, just how, empowering it is to work with your employees and to build that relationship and to use social as, as the way of doing it. I mean, as a 70,000 person company, you can't sit in an office with all 70,000 people. And even as us, we're a distributed company with mostly remote workers. So to be able to use social as the connection piece to that is just so powerful and beautiful. And so thank you for coming on and telling us your story. I'm excited to be here. And you know, you and I'll talk about this lots more. Don't you all want to be a fly on the wall for those conversations? But uh, yeah, this, I appreciate you having me. I, I never get tired of talking about this. It's uh, not just because it's what I do. It's because we have some really cool employees and my job is to tell their stories and you see their stories and you're like, wow, I have the best job ever. Back to the beginning. I have the best job ever. (laughs) Oh, to live in a world where we like our jobs. It's a new dawn. Yes. I highly encourage it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Carmen. And I look forward to continuing our conversation. Yep. Talk to you soon. So that was my conversation with Carmen Collins. Christina, we have taken a page out of Carmen's book. We have a hashtag now. Yes, we do. And you want to tell folks what it is? Yeah, totally. So it is, um, we are MKG. It's a way to help, um, our brand, but also people who, um, like all of our teammates to show the love for MKG that they have so they can share photos of where they're working from, or if they're um, with the kids, maybe for an hour during the workday, they can share out. We are MKG. And then it's shared on our channels just to show that culture and that people first mentality that we have. So just like Carmen, people are sharing out their uh, experience on their own social channels. And whenever they tag, uh, we are MKG with the hashtag that tells us 
at MKG that we can like it and reshare it and repurpose it essentially. And so it really helps the team curate the content they want us to reshare. And it really helps us be able to show that true life work balance that we have here at MKG and, and the realness of that, which has been so special. So thank you, Christina, for taking the lead on that. And thank you for listening to the MKG podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Carmen and what her team is up to, you can follow We Are Cisco on Twitter, Instagram, and or Facebook. And you can find Carmen Collins on LinkedIn. You can look in the show notes for all the links to all of the things. Thank you again for listening to the MKG podcast, the podcast that helps marketers grow their business using the four M's, the right means, messaging, media, and measurement. I'm your host, Carrie Gard, and until next time. Thank you.